Well, after the cliffhanger of the last episode, you'll be pleased to know that I uh, ended up in a hotel, courtesy of my insurance, near, near a McDonald's. That was fantastic. Um, had an okay weekend in Bayonne in the southwest of France. I managed to get up a hill called La Rune twice, which was really nice. Views of the sea from a mountain, so pretty spectacular. I then managed to get an upgrade of my hotel to stay in a nice four-star with a sauna. So I've been doing my heat acclimatisation, which we might come on to later. And I then stayed with a family friend who also happens to write for Lonely Planet. Um, good to know these people and lives just north of Bayonne Beeritz area. He took me in kindly and it turned out that his wife is an English teacher uh, here in France and she has a student who is practiced in the ways of AdBlue. We managed to get the the, uh, van transferred to his garage and he fixed my small issue within one afternoon which was absolutely amazing. So I'm overjoyed. I've uh, withdrawn my application from the French gendarme and I have got back on the road and I am, as they say, living my best life. This is a podcast, we talk about running, we talk about other things too. So please come and join us, we hope you enjoy this. This is On The Bake. Hello. I can hear you, can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you, but I think this is going to work. Oh, sweet. Yeah, the sound, right. the sound files are coming coming up big enough. We have a Sedbra preview undergoing, coming at you from <laughs> from the Pyrenees. I take it you're recording. Yeah, yeah, I am now. Might as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I never know with you, with, with, with you Charles. Are we going to get, is the, um, like, the, us checking the sound levels, is that going to make it into the raw, the raw, uncut edit? It could, I mean, I like, that's what I mean, it's raw, isn't it? It's like, you know, it's not, it's not it's overproduced. It's conversation. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, we've got to hear from my 15 sponsors first, but um, after that, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a complete... Well, who, who, where's your, who made your navel strip? What brand is your navel strip? <laughs> nasal, not navel. Uh... <laughs> yeah, nasal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was trying the old uh, David Roach, wasn't I? But you, you mu- it sounded much better from you when you called it Robbie Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was definitely Robbie Fowler. That was a blast from the past. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, How's so it working out for you anyway, the old nasal strip? When you put it, it on... breathing better. When you put it on, you think, oh my God, I'm, I'm breathing better. So it's placebo, 10 out of 10. Um, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> that, pretty big. How you can measure it, I don't know. Placebo's a powerful thing, isn't it? So, yeah. You know, that's working for you. I mean, yeah. you look like an absolute... <laughs> Weirdo. No, you look great. <laughs> <laughs> really spooky. I think you should get a coloured one. I think I wore one at the start of the trigger, and I really felt it was doing okay. something. But I've mainly been embarrassed to wear it since. Um, I did. And your trigger is that like your best? Is one of your best this year? It, it was a would good run, say? that wasn't it? Yeah, I would say that was yeah. that was definitely up there for me. That was a good run. Yeah, so that's definitely a like legitimate causal causal pathway there. Yeah, equals one. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> and I did have a doctor look at my nose once and said I had a polyp. Um, so unless that's just disappeared on its own, I, I might have a. And I've got a very small nose as well. Uh, I sneeze a bit like it sounds like a rabbit, you know, not like um, not like a big nosed beast. <laughs> Yeah, not like me. I sound like an elephant. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they won't be sponsoring the podcast, but 
if people want to laugh, I can always uh, put a picture of me wearing a nose strip on the social. Um, yeah, why not? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Go on, tell me. Yeah, what what what's the what's the scene where you are? Well, I'm amazed. I haven't plugged the van in since. Well, before before I drove down to Devon, so I don't think I have. So I've actually like off the solar panel I've had power for nearly two weeks I've had the fridge on since I uh, left Devon um, why I'm telling you this is because I've parked in the shade and actually the uh, <laughs> the solar hasn't had its most today so I'm it's quite romantic tonight with you Bart I've got candle light um, I'm saving yeah. I'm saving any any electricity for my fridge um, and yeah. yeah we've got we're not zooming because I'm worried about running my ba- my laptop battery down, but we still yeah, want to bring a great cool. podcast, you know. I'm sure we Absolutely. can. <laughs> we'll spare no expense. Yeah. And um, yeah, just yeah, van's working okay, and you've been you've got to where you want to go. So where are you? Um, yeah, that's always an issue for me, isn't it? I'm in the Pyrenees. <laughs> is that is that not a like? Yeah, yeah. Is that not specific enough? <laughs> Yeah, you're somewhere in the like the French side and like somewhere south of Po, is that right? Yeah, I was I went through a little place called La Runes, uh, L A R U N S and I've driven up the hill <laughs> to a lake and yeah. it's it's beautiful. Did the Tour de France go through it? They did, it's yeah. They did go through it because I drove up a hill and I saw little Tour Tour de France signs that were particularly nice. Yeah. yeah. Ale, Charlie Baker, that kind of thing. <laughs> they, were like, they, were, they were cheering on the um, the van. They were like, don't have another breakdown. Um, <laughs> What's your van called again? Roger. Roger, yeah. Roger okay? Roger's all he's, right. Has he recovered? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Roger's... Yeah, Roger just went and chilled in a garage for a week whilst I had a like, oh, God, what a shame, you know. Thinking my, thinking it was my... a, very stressful, a very stressful week. Even even we found it quite stressful. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> What's going to happen with the uh, with the uh, with the amazing trip? Do you know what? No, I'm so pleased you got it back back up and running. And yeah, yeah, like, it, yeah. It sounds like you're doing some amazing stuff. It was stressful, but then I was I am also on holiday or sabbatical yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever you want to call this. You call it a sabbatical. It sounds quite professional, doesn't it? Really, what I'm just it, what unemployed. Did Neville call it a mini mini retirement. Mini retirement. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm 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 just a bum. Um, so yeah, I was actually like thinking, well, yeah, it is stressful, but I am in the southwest of France, and I've been put in a yeah. four star hotel. So, like, could be worse, really, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. And you've been the weather looks like it's been good, and yeah, know, you've been out. You managed to get out for some runs and. Yeah, I, I successfully navigated the French rail network and public transport, which was a minor miracle for me, um, considering I can't do you that speak in England. Hey? You, speak, you speak a bit of French, don't you? No, it's you speak, terrible. You speak, quite good, you speak quite good French? Terrible. Like the impression you did? Oh, no. really? Yeah. Okay. Is it German, your, German's your language? <laughs> yeah, if I'm playing cackle, I can play. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what all the things are called now. Anyway, you probably shouldn't bore the listener with uh, yeah. Appalachian Total again. Do you know what, though, actually? Being on, on my own, I have listened to a lot of uh, podcasts. And, I mean, yeah, I yeah. think we're doing a great job here of talking shit at the start of the podcast because people don't <laughs> half talk rubbish at the start. Or, or it's just ten minutes of adverts. So, it's making yeah. me... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's, let's not kill the You're listener, keeping but... it real by not having any not having any sponsors. <laughs> no one wants to sponsor. Like sending, sending them off. Honestly, you're doing such a good job of, uh, yeah. of not giving in to the to the commercial pressure that you're under. I know <laughs> daily the big brands are taking you <laughs> off, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah and definitely. you're really scraping the barrel with your guests this week as well, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I've got... Nah... I was gonna, I was, I was gonna be mean it's all about. Right. You can admit. No, I was gonna be mean about some of the other people. Who, I wasn't gonna be mean about you, but I mean, this is lovely mm-hmm. for us just to have a catch up anyway, rather than, you know, my nightly voice notes or whatever you've been receiving. <laughs> <laughs> nightly, hourly, hourly voice notes. 
Oh. Imagine just being... have my tea, and now I'm brushing my teeth. Imagine being my coach. Finish brushing my teeth. Sorry, what are you saying? I said, imagine being my coach. I thought you said, imagine being your coach. And it made me think, how is your jacket? Because you did send us oh. uh, a message earlier to say that you've got some grease on it. Yeah, I was quite <laughs> sad about that, mate. I um, got the bike off the back of the van this morning, and fucking chains, isn't it? That's one thing running doesn't have. I need bike grease. So I've got um, a little bit of yeah. chain grease on the yellow sleeve of my Choron Hill jacket. Uh, I'm quite upset is that about. your Is that your number one jacket or your number two jacket? Yeah, luckily I've got a spare at home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've, oh, clever. Yeah, you didn't bring it. Yeah. I remember, yeah. Yeah. I remember the, the discussion. Yeah. So that was a bit sad. Um, got licked by a goat this morning. Nice. Yeah, they just they were all over the path. Um, so I was trying to take a selfie of one. It started licking my leg. <laughs> <laughs> so a friendly chat. Maybe like after all these years of selfies with sheep, where they've kind of like they've been a bit ambivalent about you. Yeah. You know, it turns out you were a goat man all along. <laughs> if anyone hasn't heard of Goat Man, Goat Man is a real thing. He won a um, Ig Nobel Award. It's like um, a sort of like dumb, oh, yeah. a dumb Nobel Prize. Yeah. And it's a man who went and lived with goats in the Alps and he built prosthetic limbs. He wore a crash helmet for some <laughs> reason. He had a teardrop helmet and he went up in the mountains and he, <laughs> he was even chewing grass. And I think there's one point when, oh, I can't remember whether they fought for him or, or over him or with him. It was amazing. There's like 10 minutes of footage on YouTube. If you type in goat man, hopefully you get to the right thing because I'm sure there's some other weird stuff if you type that in on the internet. But um, uh, No, I think I've, yeah, I, I, I think I've seen it. Yeah. I think I've seen it. It's, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's uh, definitely uh, an odd, an odd little, I mean, it's not sort of like amazing 10 minutes of like full on action, is it? It's just <laughs> nah. sort of bizarre bizarre scene <laughs> of an eccentric it's a Frenchman eccentric Frenchman yeah. pretending to be a goat yeah just went and lived with them it's lovely lovely stuff I tell you what though he was lucky there weren't any of those patos that's something I've been getting used to out here are you, are you familiar with these? what? there's these big dogs so I think since they introduced bears oh, yeah. and wolves to the Pyrenees to kind of like it might be going back even further I don't know but there's these huge dogs that protect the sheep out here. And they look quite yeah, vicious. Yeah. I was carrying a little stick as if I was going to fend myself off from one this morning. I was like, what would that even do? Like, just, Maybe I'd throw it for the dog hoping he'd go fetch it, but I feel like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's scary. They've got, like, there's a similar sort of thing out in the Alps, isn't there, with some of the mountain dogs there who were... Uh, it can be very, uh, I'm sure they're lovely dogs, but occasionally you encounter an aggressive one and they're absolutely massive. And yeah. Don't want to don't get nipped by one of those. No. No, definitely not. So that's that's part of the uh, part of the plan here, to avoid getting attacked by dogs, um, go live with the goats, and um, I want to bang my head at the start of a run today as well, which was fantastic. It's all good. How did that happen? I was just fiddling around with some settings on my watch and I start, like locked my bike up to a sign and I started walking and just walked straight into this sign, like proper clangor, and sort of rubbed my head and thought, oh, the French will probably love that, sort of slapstick humour, so I tried to laugh it off. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had a sore head for the first five minutes of my run, but I'm all right. I've, I've recovered. Good, good. But yeah, you're enjoying the running, enjoying being up in the up in the mountains and yeah, living the life. It's lovely, but yeah, it's really nice. So I'm a, I'm a happy so man, please, and I'm glad that you could make yourself available so that I didn't neglect my uh, my duties and that we could make a little preview of Sedba <laughs> together. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're like, what do you, yeah. What do you want? What do you want from? I mean, I like the irony of the two of us doing a. Zebra feed you. Uh, neither of us, <laughs> neither of us are racing it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, 
Yeah. Well, well, we have our reasons, I suppose. Um, you're... Well, well, I'm just like massive spell-running nerds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, reasons for doing it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I have reasons for, for not... talking about it, even though we're not doing it. Yeah. Well, I think it'd be a shame to have followed all of the races, preview and review, and then to just drop it, because I've yeah. gone, on, gone on my, my travels and... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. People will be on tenterhooks. Well, it's still fun to follow, isn't it? I mean, I quite enjoyed having a little look at the... Thank you to Carlos Benson um, for updating the standings. Doesn't show it on the website. You'd think, you'd think on the FRA page that we're still stuck in June or July, but when you click on it, he's updated the, the tables right up until after Chapel Fell Top. So uh, I've got a bit of an idea about what it's looking like for the, for the contenders. They even made notes. Um, but this is um, it's the decider, isn't it, for the British Championship? So look, there's like the English Championship. There's two left. Yeah. But um, that this one's the uh, yeah. And I was looking at at that and trying to do the trying to trying to work out the maths of who could win the Brit. Yeah. Um, so go on then. Yeah, Mark. Got, got, Let's... got quite excited. I think I think that's a great place to start. I think you go in there with. Follow your excitement and, and tell me what you've been looking at. Well, what have I mean? Well, firstly, I didn't actually know it was the um, the uh, <laughs> decider for the for the British chance, so that was quite uh, that was interesting. <laughs> and then I was looking, I was looking for um, you know, like last year, Finley Wild one, didn't he? But he's not in it. He's not entered. He's not on the start list, etc. Right. So yeah. That, I think that means there'll be a new chance if you do. You've got to do, you get three counters. There's yeah. four races, aren't there? One short, two mediums, and one long. Yeah. You've got to have three counters, but they've got to be one short, one medium, and one long. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think I worked it out for the for the men. Uh-huh. The, oh, and also Finley, Finley Grant's not on the start list. Of either. He is? Oh, is he? Oh, no, you're right. Have no, one. sorry. No, you are right. No, you are right. He, sorry, I... He's not on the start list for Sebra, but he's doing quite well in the overall standings. That was it. That was why yeah, his name yeah. had come up. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. not, so, yeah, I mean, he'd have been in with a shout, I reckon, for the British. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, it looks like it's between uh, Billy. Yeah. And I don't know what, do you know what? Can I just say, can I just caveat all this with, like, I don't want to, like, yeah, you said this before, it's a bit funny like putting pressure on people isn't it yeah like you know just, you know this is just interest isn't it it's no pressure to it's be no, fair like, oh, we expect these people to do well or yeah just like who's doing it? it's like just a shout out really to the people who are doing well and they've got a chance yeah i mean some people would crudely say you know with the with the success comes the pressure but um yeah, I kind of agree with you there. And I also know that some people are smart enough. Some people don't like to listen to this podcast. And some people don't like to yeah. listen to this podcast before they race. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people just don't, li- don't like listening to the podcast full stop. That's what <laughs> I was going for there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Well, so yeah. Billy will obviously be listening to this podcast, so you know he will. But he'll wait Billy. till after the he'll wait till after the episode. Oh, I believe, he? yeah, he's a smart boy. Well, I do hope he does well, and it is. I think it's like between him and Chris Richards. If my maths is, is Chris Richards entered in Sedbra? Chris could get to one hundred and forty-nine points if he won, and if Billy came second, he'd get one hundred and forty-eight. So that's like that's. If Chris wins, Billy, uh, Billy is second. Then Chris will win the British. But it's after, but Billy's kind of got a bit more point, a few more points on the board as it is. So mm. I think, um, yeah, if, you know, that'll one that'll be one. I'll be quite close. I think. So and you're saying Matt, so just to, just to make sure on that. So you're saying Chris Richards is racing, Sebba. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And if he He's wins, list, he anyway. should win the British. Bell champs if Billy wins because Billy won the last oh no Billy was second wasn't he down in Wales um, yeah, uh, yeah that's right um, Joe Stewart won yeah so if, uh, 
Yeah. And then... So, but if Billy wins, then he'd, he'd definitely win the British. Or if Chris was like, you know, if Billy came second, then Chris was third or whatever. And Joe was eighth, eighth in the the VK in the world, the world champs as well. So I mean, getting some good runners out there on on a national and international at the minute, aren't we? England doing all right there, or Britain? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, Definitely. I I cut through your I cut through your talk there. So we're saying that if Chris wins, he could win the British. Billy, yeah. if Billy wins. He could take the British. Is that is that kind of the the crux of it? Then Billy would win the British. Mm. But whichever one of those two finishes ahead of each other, that makes sense. Yes. Wow. Okay. That's pretty. That's Points pretty on the tasty. board already. I think Chris would have to win. And I'm thinking, is it similar for Nick Jackson? Because she's won both the ones that I've seen her do recently in the you British. You know what? No, I reckon. Yeah, again, don't want to put any pressure on on Nick, but she's. Um, I reckon she's got a, a bit more of a buffer. Yeah. Um, I think the nearest challenger is Eve. Ah, okay, yeah. Um, and Eve was sixth in one of the races in the Scottish one, third at the Welsh one, whereas Nick won. She won both. Maybe she's been second, second at one. Um, and won the other, or won, won two of the others, or something like that. So and, and who's she Eve up would, against? Eve could, Eve yeah. could get to like eighty-five points. Yeah. So essentially, she'd need to win, and Nick would need to finish outside the top ten. Okay. Wow. Form doesn't look that likely, but you know, you never know. No. How people, how people are, and you know whether they're real or whatever. Yeah. But, true. Yeah. So, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So the British Championship could very well be coming to England. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you if you if you if you care about that sort of thing, personally, I don't. I've not thought of it oh, that way. Really but, uh, nationalist, yeah, massive. <laughs> <laughs> I drive around France now with a big white English flag on the front of my van. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And a, and a like Brexit slogan. Actually, let's not let's not get into <laughs> politics. <but. laughs> yeah. Um, no, let's not. Right, I, I can tell you more about this. I've done even more research. Yeah, now that, to the vets as that, well, that is tasty. Come on then, come on, Bart. I'll, I won't derail yeah, so, you. W- with the women, it looks like kind of like Sharon Taylor's in pole position, and then there's Mel Price. Rachel Pilling and Rianne Probert are all kind of like outside bets. Uh-huh. Bet 50s, it looks like it's going to be Mel Price or Rianne Probert. I hope I'm saying her name right. Yeah. And then under 23, looks like Eve probably has it sewn up. But there's also, is it Alice? I can't remember her surname then. Gam- Gamble? Yes. Who's up there as well. And in the men's, it looks like Steve Hebblethwaite is uh, well ahead of the is he the one you said didn't look 40? Yeah, I'm not sure he's 40. Yeah, I mean... Um, yeah. Age, uh, age doping. Uh, <laughs> age doping. <laughs> uh, but he's, I think he's on maximum points. I think he's, he's you know, uh, been the top bet 40 it's funny, so you, Yeah, it's funny you mentioned then, him because he's running away with the English as well. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Might well need his but He's one of them, like, up to a, like, a couple of years ago, he was like... Uh, well, he's still, I mean, he's still right up there in the overall, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's a uh, Keswick, isn't he? That's right. Yeah. That's right. And then Rob Jebb and Andy Fallas are uh, um, on the same point. They've got they, they've not done all the races yet, but if they do Zebra and they're on the list of Zebra, they will. Yep. Um, okay. So they're uh, they're in with the shout as well. And then fifties, Carl Gray. Um, Sean Godson and is it is it Kenny Richmond? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, Kenny but, Richmond. Um, they, they all, and then legend Colin Donnelly looks like uh, he's sort of doing quite well in the sixties. Nice. Um, and the under twenty threes. Uh, I can't be Finley, <laughs> can it? He was he was leading it, I think. 
And, yeah. Um, but if he's not doing it, if he's not racing it, it looks like Ben Sharrett's probably the next, next most points. Okay. And then uh, Alex Mason. He's running. He's an old field. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're, uh, they're probably fighting it out, those three. Oh, well, I hope yeah. Alex then, has a good race as well. Alex was sad at Chapel Fell. He's one of those, you know, when you when you, you, you finish ahead of someone and you think, nah, I probably shouldn't have finished ahead of them. He was a little bit, um, let's hope he has a good race. Let's hope, let's hope he doesn't get, you know, well. Yeah, the psychological trauma of being bakered <laughs> uh, doesn't, doesn't last too long. Yeah, something uh, about I know back. all too well how bad that feels. <laughs> Mate, Alex, if you're listening, you can ask Bart for any advice uh, on how to overcome <laughs> such an ordeal. On how to how to beat how to beat Baker. Yeah. I can't give you any advice on um, on anything else about fell running. <laughs> I can give you advice on how to beat Charlie Baker. which is essentially just getting to mind games beforehand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell him he's he's looking fantastic, <laughs> and uh, and uh, like his stride is really impressive. <laughs> Uh, and then I'll go off too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's genuine tactic, that, isn't it? I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, isn't it, having two championships almost being decided, but the the um, English won't be fully decided, obviously, with Shelf Moore still to play for. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's a bit more... So it's more of a case of, like, who can, who can bump themselves up the rankings a bit or who can put themselves in a position where they could get the uh it or do well or whatever yeah the final one self more i mean if i look at the top five so if i've got i'll start with the women's the top five going into the yeah, um, yeah. the fifth race of the english um in fifth you've got caroline lambert on 85 points in fourth you've got philippa williams on 96 points so she's won all the races that she's been in, but missed Dudden. Um, and I haven't seen her on the start list for Sedba. I think that might have something to do with just having run Sierra now. So potentially that means she won't have a long counter. It's probably worth a mention here what a great season Philippa Williams has had. Uh, she was 11th at Sierra now. And also she's won all three of the champs races that she's entered so if she doesn't get to uh, put a shout in for the overall winner because uh, of international duties she's done pretty well hasn't she um, Antonia Fan is then third with 100 points but I've not seen her on the start list for Sedba either so then it really gets to Vic Wilkinson on 113 and Nicola Jackson who's leading on 116 points and yeah, yeah with with how things are as I've mentioned below with how things are I think it, it kind of looks like it's between those two if if unless there's somehow a late entry on Sunday but that's how I would be yeah saying. no that's how I read it as well that's how I read it Interestingly, like following people, because I always like to, if someone's been a guest on the podcast, so Lisa Watson's actually in sixth, which I think's like, you know, I mainly talk to her about things like the Dragon's Back, um, sort of the like long races, but she's shown a bit of a, a bit of ability, hasn't she, in the shorter races, and she did really well at Chapel Fell, so she's potential for top five, and Eve, who obviously we've mentioned a few times, could win the British under-23s. She's actually eighth in the Women's Open as well. So those two are probably a special mention, I thought. Seems about right. So, yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. Vic Wilkinson, who's got the course record and organised the route. So maybe she could have, like... Yeah. She might have put a few turns in the course. Like, she could, couldn't she? Just Could she do that? I don't know. Maybe just the week before, just move, move a few uh, checkpoints or something to more... <laughs> Might might be a bit dodgy, more more, more suitable routes for herself, <laughs> um, but yeah. So it's between it could be well between her and Nick. So that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, and yeah, then, no, that definitely will be interesting to see. Um, and yeah, 
yeah, and then I guess it's like, yeah, you don't know because it's still the final one, isn't there? But, um, but uh, yeah. But I think it, it, I think maybe if like a, a few other like outside, well, a few others who are in contention for the podium, but I think it's probably Nick and Vic who are yeah who are in it for the win now, assuming that uh, Philip is not running. Yeah, that's how it's looking. And then but, if I but, and Antonia's yeah. done Southern right, she did quite well at Southern, so yeah. She does, She's got a long, so she more, can, she'll be kind of like back in, won't she? Yeah, so she back she could get on the podium. Um, so yeah, so it, it could well be the top three, but maybe in a different order. But it's all to play for. Two races to go, isn't it? So, well, I was going to give a little shout out to yeah. Despina as well. I think um, yes. Despina used to be in used to be in Totley, like um, just doing really well. Yeah, uh, she's, and she's really great on the longer stuff as well. She had a cracker at. Um, uh, uh, doesn't so it's really nice to see her. And I think she's just outside the top. And, but then, yeah, also, yeah, Sedba, plenty, plenty for her to play for, there, isn't there? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I definitely think it's too that, but yeah, yeah, great, great point. Nice to see her doing well. Yep, yeah, I'd agree. And then coming over to the men's side, I've got fifth position now. This Mark Lamb with 164 points. Brennan Townshend has got 178 points in fourth. Finley Grant has stepped up, hasn't he, coming up to the men's, and he's got 183 points, and he's in third. Yeah. Um, but as we were saying, he's probably he's not going to be there. I think he's on his on his holidays. Um, ben Rothery has had a blinder of a season, hasn't he? And he's second on 195 points. Um, and then yeah, Mr. Cartwright, Billy Cartwright, is leading the men's with 199. So yeah, and it's like it's funny because Billy's already got maximum points, hasn't he, from Dudden? Yeah. So in a in a funny way, it kind of it won't change much. It's more about can other people can like Ben get himself a. Yeah, a couple more points to catch up with Billy or can Brennan he's like Brennan's good on the long stuff as well isn't he he, was he second at Dudden he was up there Um, definitely yeah push himself up and then like can other people like um, Tim Lamont and Grant Cunliffe boost themselves up the table a little bit yeah Grant because he he won Fairfield didn't he Um, but he's not he's only done two yeah he's only done two so far but if he did this in shelf more he'd have enough so yeah, you never know. He might come in from from left field. I was looking at it though, and the amount of points that Billy and Ben have, I'd be very surprised yeah. if it wasn't between them yeah, for, exactly. for the champs this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, with it being four, if Billy did win, then he'd have max points from Dudden, Sedba. Did he win? I think he won Long Mind, didn't he? Way back in February. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. yeah. So then you have my brains there for a second. So then you have three wins going into the final one, and then he's already got, you know, he's got a pretty safe counter from Chapel Fell. So yeah, yeah. So that's the that's how it's all shaping up, really, isn't it? Yeah. I can talk I a little bit. Also, yeah. Six. Big shout out to um, to Joe Joe Oldfield. He's Top riding 10. really high, isn't he? Yeah, he's doing brilliantly this year. Yeah, eighth, so, isn't um, he? Yeah, and he had a really strong finish last year. He had a really good Langdale, didn't he? So, yeah, so he could do well at Sedbury. Oh, I bet he'll. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, it's been another good season overall, hasn't it? And there's still two races to go. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sort of hoping I can maybe do shelf more. We'll see. Actually, I can't believe I've said that on on the. You might have to edit that out <laughs> on the podcast before running it past race. Yeah, but, um, okay, I can do that. Yeah, race. If you're listening, I'm not. I'm not. To, I'm not. You know, I'm very much the priority is uh, is the uh, <laughs> is the family and looking after the baby. And uh, but you know, self more is not too far away. I'm going to say it's okay. local. I've been piled on the pressure now. Yeah, I'd say you could fly me back for some child minding, but. I'd sooner be racing and probably deeply unqualified. Um, yeah. So, going just 
scouting through the rest of it. I yeah. think that like we rattle through the through the vet. Yeah, I think Steve Hebblethwaite could well sew up the vet forties. Yeah. Vic Wilkinson. Is... But how well's um, how well's Will Boothman doing? He's That's doing brilliantly, brilliant, isn't he? In the, and he's a forty-five as well. So he's got yeah. Out in that. Yeah, I, I wasn't uh, sure whether to mention it, but well, I did. I, so. I was impressed with how high up Will was. Um, yeah. He's got he's got one more race than some of the other people in his his groups, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So I was. So you might see the likes of Rob Jed overtaking him, but who knows? Yeah. No, you're right. And and similar to that, like uh, Stevie Knowles has been who I have raced against. Um, yeah, yeah, riding high in the fifties, isn't he? Yeah, there are. Is he leading the fifties even? Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. And then John. And a few more like. John Hunt of Dark Peak looks like he's running off yeah. with the Vet Fifty Fives, and I think he had yeah. a shout on the Vet Fifties. And then Mel Price is running off with the Vet Fifties. Deb Gowan's Vet Fifty Fives and Rowena Brown Vet Sixties, and surprise, surprise. Yeah. Wendy Dodds has pretty much sewn up the Vet 70s and has a chance of winning the Vet 65s. So, although I don't think yeah. I don't think this one counts for the Vet 65s. I think they 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 don't have what to is, do. Or oh, does it not count for the 70s? I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's a, one they, of those. Isn't yeah, it? they don't. I don't know if they have to do a, a long race after so many laps around the sun. I'm not sure how it. Also, big shout out to um, Sally Forsett. Doing really yeah. well in the in the forties. Yeah, we like Sally, don't we? She's a she always yeah. good for a chat at Duddon as well. And then on the men, you've got Tom, Tommy, Tom Beaumont, twenty first, not not bad. Yeah, Simon's doing his first one of the year. These are people from our club, so um, <laughs> yeah, just, just gratuitously uh, bigging up Tottenham, saying hi to our friends, bigging up our friends exactly. Yeah, and then well. Colin's doing pretty well. He's seventeenth in the fifties. Nice. So yeah, hope they uh, hope they all have really good races. Yeah. Now, best of luck to everyone, especially those in green vests, which say Totley. Oh, I suppose we cheer on some black coombs. Good old our mate Josh from a few podcasts back. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Loads of people to cheer. To, yeah, loads of really great people to cheer on. Really nice people. So. And the temperatures are racking up over here, and I hear they're racking up over. In England too, Bart. Is that correct? Um, I mean, you say that. <laughs> it's not. Basically, it stopped raining <laughs> for the first time in a month and a half. Okay. So uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say the temperatures are quite. You know, they're not racking up. It's. Uh, um, it's not like overly warm. So it's, it's not going to be a sweltering Sedbra or sunny Sedbra or. I don't know. It might be. It might be. Hopefully, it's sunny. Uh, but um, yeah, I haven't actually looked at the forecast for the weekend. But at the moment, it's not it's not overly hot. No. Okay. Well, I think we're, we're covering stuff, aren't we? I mean, we won't throw down our own predictions of what we think is going to happen. Um, Alex is on his holidays, so he isn't doing predictions. But I actually think you know, going into this fifth race. I think there's a lot to play for with there being British and English going on in the same day. Um, we don't need to put our little predictions in, do we, Bart, unless you have any? No, no, I don't have any predictions. I don't have any predictions. You never know, do you? But I think also we said, like, who's looking. Yeah. Who's looking strong and who's, like, who's doing well and, um, and occasionally what might suit people there. know what that theme tune means it means we've got nick barber on again afternoon mr baker um so on a rather tight deadline you've asked me to suggest what might happen at sedbra at the weekend um i'll be honest 
Uh, I've not looked at the start list. I don't quite know what the championship tables are up to. Um, something to do with becoming a dad in the last 10 weeks or so. Um, I've got bigger fish to fry and other babies to rock. But um, in terms of the race, so yeah, Sebra Hills, it's been a championship race in 2011 and 2014. 2011, it was my first ever championship race, actually, back when I was but 23 years old. Um, and uh, there was also a race in the Howgills in 2019, which was a different route. That was the Adam Perry uh, training course special, where there was a lot of up and a lot of down uh, on a lot of ground that even sheep wouldn't bother going over. Well, this is the, the classic Zebra Hills race. Um, records for the men are about 157 from K Anderson. I can't remember off the top of my head what the K stands for. Uh, that was set in the early 90s. Women's record is 219, and that was set in the 2014 Champs race. That's uh, Vic Wilkinson, who's now race organiser. Um, I think only three blokes have ever gone under two hours on this. I think the other two were um, Hugh Simmons and uh, Mark Crowsdale. So, yeah, in the early 90s or in the 80s. So, hopefully there'll be a good pack of men and women pushing each other around because there's a hundred pounds on offer for the records uh, from the race organizers so the race let's see what i can remember uh, so the howgills are steep and grassy um you start off from the people's all through lockbank farm and then the runnable well, steep wall before you get onto the the uphill runnable path up to Arent hall that's uh, mostly the same path that was used at the inter-counties from Aaron Hall, you swing west um, down a big spur, lovely, lovely grassy descent down to the river, then a short pull up to Castle Knots. A couple of little lines there, but not much in it. That's where I watched last year's race. Um, then through the bracken for a bit before you hit a big, a big track uh, that sort of gently climbs all the way up around the west side of the Howgills uh, to the Col at uh, the Col below Linghaw. Uh, and that's you can see the M6 for most of that. And then from the Col at Linghaw. You uh, there's a sort of a, a bit of a trod that reverses the T Bay route, which is a race I organise uh, now at the end of June normally, um, and then to checkpoint three at uh, uh, near Black Force on that trod, and then the next checkpoint is checkpoint four over in Bowderdale, I think it's Bowderdale, uh, and there's a bit there's yeah sort of free free route gain, free route choice over there. A um, couple of deep valleys need to negotiate, so it's a case of sort of linking up the coals between hills and dropping into the valleys. So you know you can sort of drop direct on a on a bit of a traverse on a sort of a more diagonal line, or you can traverse around a little bit and drop down the fall line, which might save you save your legs and ankles and grip a little bit. Um, and then yeah, steeper climb on the last out of the last valley, uh, and then drop down into the checkpoint. Um, And then, uh, so that checkpoint in Badalow, you've then got a, a, a track that starts off quite gentle and it just gets steeper and steeper as you climb out of the head of the valley uh, towards the calf. Um, and yeah, that's that's where, that, that's hard. If you've gone too hard too early, that's where you'll be uh, dropping anchor and just dropping back through the field. Um, and then back from the calf, uh, it's all very runnable. There's still quite a lot of running left, maybe four mile or so. Um but you're, uh, yeah, there's a, a, a couple of lines to save a bit of height, but not much. In general, you're sort of following the path back, skirt around Arant Hall uh, to the east, and then over along to the, the summit of Winder. And then there's, uh, yeah, a steep, fun, steep descent off Winder down to the gate at Lockbank Farm, and then back, back to the People's Hall to finish. Um, a fantastic picture in uh, from the 2014 race of the three leaders. Uh, I think Tom Addison and Rob Hope were in there, maybe Simon Bailey, and then Ted uh, Ted Mason just in the background, descending as they were running out of the farm, and Ted Mason just descending on his ass on a, on wet slimy grass. Um, he'd won um, cycling lycra specifically so that he could uh, get down that last hill as quickly as possible. But yeah, the look of the look of just I'm going to get you in his eyes. I don't think he did, but the look and the, the photo is just absolute classic. So try and dig that one out. Um, 
and yeah that's about it 14 miles 6,000 foot which what's that 22k 1800 meters um seen lots of people out on Strava wrecking everyone saying how 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 brutal it's going to be and it's well yeah it's a it's an English and a British championship long fell race it it is going to be brutal you know it's it's a different challenge to what you get at what, what everyone had at Duddon um you know it's not like it's not like one of the Lakeland classics like Duddon or Borrowdale or Wasdale but it's yeah it, the winning time will be around just outside two hours I imagine if not a little bit below um if uh, there's a really good pack pushing around but um yeah different challenge uh and it's one of those ones where if you don't pace it you could yeah the wheels could fall off you could just drop drop loads of time and loads of places and just watch those points disappear and gallop off into the distance with the uh the Howgill fell ponies um what else is there really i think that's uh that's about it uh i'll be out watching with uh, the young lad it'll be his first champs race so hopefully hopefully see lots of people out there uh, i did do have an entry but i'm uh, not quite up to up to uh zebra length yet and i got a slightly trick calf as well so i'm saving my beans for a bit of boot camp ahead of uh, shelf more hopefully um but yeah thanks very much to vic wilkinson for organizing uh really good to see her um, take the race on in the last couple of years uh, and yeah all the zebra the zebra contingent who are helping her out um, it's going to be hopefully a good day we'll see what the weather is i think at the moment it's uh, hedging its bets but hopefully it'll be a good day out and uh, yeah it'll crown some worthy british champions at the end of it and yeah we'll have a better idea of where the um, better idea of where the uh, where the english is going at the end of it thank you for that nick um don't know if I did this on another episode, but congratulations on the arrival of your son, who will be cheering on. I think he meant he was watching, said Burr, not participating. Um, and then, <laughs> really enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy that comment about you dropping anchor. Well, not you, um, but runners dropping anchor. It's a lovely, uh, lovely little uh, metaphor, simile. Never know the difference. Um, Always liked it in football, people would always say, oh, he's towing a caravan. Another fantastic uh, one for you there. Meanwhile, back in the camper van. What I'd like to know is why can I do this one way, but not the other? G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, G, F, E, A, B, C, can't get my letters going backwards. I'm not sure I've got it over three octaves. G A B C D E F G A B C D E F G A B A B C D E F G So I hope that uh, description of the course helps runners on Sunday I hope none of you are dropping anchor towing a caravan reversing through the field um, like a tractor on an A-road um, yeah, let's hope it goes well for everybody and thank you again to Nick um, bringing in some of his marvellous insights uh, and allowing me to play his theme tune more often on the podcast so you can air drum. Time for Ask Your Training Questions to Baker. Dear Charlie, I am writing to get your advice on how best to adapt for the heat. It's looking pretty warm on Sunday and having just gone for the sweatiest run of my life, uh, I think I might be in a bit of a pickle. Now, 
obviously I've done no adaptation, which it seems to be the very now thing for people to do. And living as I do in Bamford, there isn't any saunas nearby. So what I am wondering is whether or not I can replace a sauna with a hot bath. Uh, your advice would be appreciated and thank you in advance. Thank you, Rob. Um, so, yeah, so your question, uh, how can you adapt to the heat in time for the weekend? Right, well, I think your suggestion of a bath is a great suggestion. So, to get the benefits that you'll need, I think you need to be aiming for about nine hours in the bath between now and um, the race itself. Uh, to make this bath time more enjoyable for yourself I would encourage the use of rubber ducks um, there are some really nice you can get these sort of little boats that you light a candle in and the heat from the candle propels a little propeller and they will drive around the bath for you uh, they're nice uh, you can eat in the bath you can eat pizza in the bath I would recommend um, you can watch telly in the bath you could get one of those little trays that goes across the bath uh, so you can put items on it like a cup of tea, biscuits. Um, Kindle is probably preferred over a book as we, the wetness on the page uh, often is not great on a book. Um, some Kindles are slightly waterproof I think or at least you can hold them in a way that they don't get damp. Make sure the bath is hot um, as we are searching for heat here and it must be deep um, I don't. I don't think you need to be, you know, just up to your ankles in it. I think we need to get some good submersion there. One thing I also really enjoy doing is when the water is draining from the bath, is just to just see how long I can stay underwater. Uh, hopefully, to the point where my nose is just above the water. Uh, I can really enjoy it there, and you get quite a lovely uh, world that you are inhabiting at that point. I hope these help. I really hope you have a great. Uh, race at Sedba and happy bathing back to the show with Bart and how are you uh, looking Bart yeah. how are no, you looking in, in your running because I know you've had another arrival yeah yeah that's right so yeah two daughters now one of them is very small she's only three weeks old so yeah. uh, hence why I'm not uh, uh, hence why I'm staying about self more and maybe <laughs> getting out for that um, but yeah, no, it's all good, all good, like, obviously running, like, definitely on the back foot, as they say, um, it's not, uh, yeah, you like that little reference, it's not, uh, definitely not the priority at the moment, but, you know, race is great and, um, well, it yeah, encourages me to get out and I find it really useful actually, even when I'm, even when I'm knackered, I find it really nice to go out for a bit of a run, um, and I've been managing to get some, so my, my thought was, yeah, I can't really you're going to come for, to this. for long runs at the moment, so I'm going to try and uh, try and just do a lot of speed work and see if I can get quicker at kind of like five k, five k, ten k ish stuff that doesn't take you know loads and loads of time. You don't need to be putting in masses of volume and going you're, away you're, at the weekend and running up mountains and hills. So, you're talking about yeah. park run glory, aren't you? Talking about park runs, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to do some park runs. I feel a bit embarrassed admitting that on a cell running podcast, but I don't think you I really should. like them. Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, I'm sure there are people who love the champs, but I'm sure there are also people who love it and then take a break from it because it is a commitment if you're taking it seriously, doing all the recce's and travelling around. And you know, I think I'm still interested and excited about the champs. Yeah, sat I was here, here abroad, but yeah. Yeah, but no, I like I like what I think people will be interested to hear what you're doing. To be honest, because yeah, why not? I think uh, you know my opinion on your five k PBs. You just got to go run, run, one run, 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 run one in the evening, don't you? Because I think in the evening, yeah. I did have a look actually after you said that. I was like, because um, part run just works because it's you know it's. Uh, around the family and it's in a park <laughs> you can take the uh yeah. take the toddler there to uh, play on the play on the swings or what have you yeah so it'll probably just be park runs to be honest I'll just have a look see oh, are there any i couldn't I couldn't see if anyone's got a good recommendation for a 5k that 
that's like not too far away. I can actually see any. Yeah, um, I got my PB so at York. They did some the around like a flat, like um, velo park type thing. Um, oh right. I hear Doncaster 5K is meant to be quick, but I don't know when that is. Might have gone. Paulsbrook near Chesterfield is a relatively flat park run, but it's uh, it's a little gravel path, so it depends, you know, if you get good grippage on that or not. Um, I just think, yeah, I think I think it's tough for you to get a park to get a 5k PB that that you are deserving of on a 9 a.m. park run. That's my uh, that's my excuse for not always churning out my best results. It's too early. Um, yeah, but I guess like needs you must. Know, if you all I'm comparing myself to is it's other park runs I've done. So, uh, and I've not done that many really. I'm not much. Uh, I don't go and do park run every week or anything like that. So, uh, yeah. There's just a few around here that I've done, and then the occasional one else, like on a weekend away or whatever. But um, yeah. It'll probably be, I'll probably just end up doing the local one because that's easy and fits with, uh, fits with family. Well, um, that brings nicely to this Saturday. Are you doing the Totley Park Run Champs? Uh, no, I don't think I am. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think I am. Um, uh, yeah, no, I don't think I am this Saturday, no. Oh, I thought I had a good one there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, great, com- great conversation starter. Completely like straight batted. Yeah, no, uh, no, I'm not doing that. But, uh, but no, it's good to. That's the other thing about uh, art money. It's nice social, isn't it? It's a lovely social. People from the club and other people that we know from know from Sheffield running and and all the rest of it. Um, and yeah, I don't know if I. I don't know. Five, five days a funny distance, isn't it? It does really hurt. But it is over quite quickly. I don't know how much I like it, and and I, I'm I'm pretty convinced that one of the big things that's changed as I've got older in my running is just like that ability to really, <laughs> really like deliberately hurt yourself. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I've got it in me, but you know, I think it'll be a good. If nothing else, it'll be good to like change the focus up for a bit and. Just do something that you know just basically keeps getting me out of the house and doing a bit of running and uh, and enjoying it, not taking it too seriously. Uh, and keeping that speed base, isn't it? Keeping that speed whilst you know that's one of the things that feels like it's hard to harder to get back sometimes. A bit of speed opposed to the ability to yeah yeah run. absolutely yeah yeah. I like to think that I can get back to kind of yeah how. Well, not that I was very fast a few years ago, but I'd like to think I could. But, you know, I'm not I'm not completely convinced. It definitely feels harder work as you get older, for sure. Doing the faster stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I was hearing about this, and, yeah. and some of the, like, masters people, they just take longer recoveries. So, you know Steve Peters, the guy who does the chimp paradox? He's actually like a... Oh, yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. He's like a really good masters runner. But he'll do like okay. I think they totaled his running up, and he runs like he's interna- he's like national international level at maybe like fifteen hundred. I might got that wrong, but it's it's like middle distance to might be eight hundred or four hundred something around there. He's like national level, and they've totaled his running up, and he does fifteen minutes running a week. <laughs> like he just oh, wow. he, he goes to the track like two or three times and he'll do like say he did like say it was an indoor track he might do two three hundreds but have a big rest in between yeah. so like what they're sort of saying is that um as people age it's about this is all coming from richard asquith's latest book that i've been listening to and right, it's yeah, it's yeah. people do better with bigger recoveries so like give yourself more recovery if you're doing especially if you're doing like speed work and it's also like it's good for people to keep that intensity up what um richard asquith was sort of finding was that you know he'd kept himself plodding along day after day year after year but actually he wasn't doing enough um fast stuff and it seems to be that fast stuff that that keeps people strong and healthy 
in later life. So I know you're only just yeah. 40. Yeah, that's it. It's like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 41, but yeah. <laughs> I take your point. Sorry. Yeah, Pretty thick in. You were saying something there. Uh, we sort of left over it. No, no, no. I was going to say, yeah, there's something about, um, something about, like, uh, I don't know, like, you know, obviously running, like, but running's not just about performance for me, is it, you know? actually you know part of the appeal of getting out there plodding every day is that you're out there plodding every day um and you know uh so i'd be kind of like yeah i'd not want to go fully down the uh down the uh <laughs> these pieces uh <laughs> um route myself but but um what was i going to say yeah there's definitely I've, I've i've found it's like um yeah, just like doing doing more strides and stuff like that is definitely probably like more beneficial now than it than it ever has been. Because it's yeah, it just gets harder to run fast. Mm. Maybe we'll get young Steve Hebblethwaite on if we can uh, sweet talk him into yeah, and find yeah. out what's working for him because yeah, he give us some tips. Yeah, <laughs> I suspect like being being good in the first place might help, but <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh. Well, anything else we want to talk on? But I think we've, uh, I think we've cobbled together enough to sort of loosely thread together an episode there, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. With your expert editing skill, uh, aka just putting the whole thing out of the baiting, I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> Still, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it'll be it'll be great, mate. It'll be great. Uh, it's been really nice, uh, really nice chatting to you about it as well. I've got got myself all interested in uh in um how it goes at the weekend i'll be looking out for those results and i'm wishing i was there but uh but yeah no it'd be nice to kind of like yeah live it vicariously through all these other other folks who are going for going for the prizes yeah and i mean i guess that's what we would like if uh anyone i've i've heard from nick barber he'll be watching so i expect he might be able to produce some roaming reporting um oh dear what's going on here someone's trying to phone me from london that'll probably be some kind of scam um sorry and um yeah if anyone wants to do any roaming reporting or let us know what's going on do get in touch have i lost you bart no i'm still here well i guess i'll just be in touch no, with you won't i you, bart um hope hope the trip continues to go well Keep sending us your photos. Um, yeah. Cool. Lovely stuff. Good talking with you, Bart. Thanks for dropping Likewise. in. Likewise. Always a pleasure. That was the podcast. We talked about running. We talked about other things too. Thank you for joining, we hope you enjoyed it. That was on the bait foot. to be on the road again The life I love is running with some sheep I'm so happy to be on the road again On the road again Going places that I've never been Seeing things that I may never see again I'm so glad to be on the road again On the road again Like a herd of goats we go down the mountain We're the best of friends Taking all of our selfies Is our way And our way 
is on the road again So glad to be back on the road again The life I love is running with some sheep I'm so happy to be on the road again On the road again Like a herd of goats we go down the mountain We're the best of friends Taking all of our selfies Together is our way On the road again So glad my app blew is fixed and I'm on the road again The life I love is running with some sheep I'm so happy to be on the road again I'm so happy to be on the road again